Legal update briefings are prepared by the Nonpartisan Legal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency. A legal update briefing is intended to inform legislators, legislative staff, and other persons interested in legislative matters of recent court decisions, attorney general opinions, regulatory actions, federal actions, and other occurrences of a legal nature that may be pertinent to the General Assembly's consideration of a topic. Although a briefing may identify issues for consideration by the General Assembly, a briefing should not be interpreted as advocating any particular course of action. Legal Update, Legal Services Division, Iowa Supreme Court Decision, Gift Restrictions, and the Uniform Prudent Management of Institutional Funds Act. In reapplication of Coe College for interpretation of purported gift restriction filed November 8, 2019, number 19-0155. Facts and procedural background. In 1932, Eugene Epley commissioned Grant Wood to paint a mural in the Hotel Montrose in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. In 1957, Epley caused the mural to be taken down and separated into panels. Epley then loaned the panels to Coe College. Ownership of the panels was transferred from Epley in his individual capacity to the Epley Foundation. In 1976, the Epley Foundation terminated the loan arrangement with Coe College. That same year, the Apley Foundation donated the panels to Coe College. The accompanying gift letter stated in part that the board of directors of the Epley Foundation, quote, approved that the Grant Wood paintings be given to the Coe College and that this would be their permanent home hanging on the walls of Stewart Memorial Library, end quote. In 1977, the Nebraska Secretary of State dissolved the Epley Foundation. From 1976 until 2016, Coe College accounted for the panels as unrestricted assets. In 2016, Coe College's auditors reclassified the panels as permanently restricted assets. As a result of this reclassification and the value of the panels, the value of Coe College's endowment fund decreased. On February 5, 2018, Coe College filed a petition seeking an interpretation that the Epley Foundation's gift of the panels was unrestricted. If necessary, Coe College also sought to lift any restrictions accompanying the gift. Because the Epley Foundation no longer existed, Coe College arranged for the Iowa Attorney General to be served with the petition. The Attorney General participated in the district court proceedings pursuant to Iowa Code Sections 540A.106, Restrictions Related to the Uniform Prudent Management of Institutional Funds Act, and 633A.5108, Attorney General Authority, and resisted Coke College's petition. On January 2, 2019, the district court ruled that, quote, the Epley Foundation's intent expressed in the February 16, 1976 gift letter transferring the paintings to Coe College was to place a permanent restriction on alienation of the paintings, end quote. The district court further found that, quote, the permanent restriction on alienation did not merit application of Iowa Code Section 548.106 or the Doctrine of Cypress under Iowa Code Section 633A.5102, releasing Coe from said restriction, end quote. Coe College appealed the district court's ruling to the Iowa Supreme Court. Issue, whether the restriction contained in the gift letter should be modified or removed pursuant to Iowa Code Section 540A.106 or 633A.5102. Holding, the court affirmed the district court's ruling neither Iowa Code Section 548.106 nor 
633A.5102 requires the restriction to be modified or removed. Analysis. In 2008, the General Assembly enacted the Uniform Prudent Management of Institutional Funds Act, UPMIFA, codified at Iowa Code Chapter 540A. Pursuant to Iowa Code Section 540A.106, a restriction contained in a gift instrument may be modified. 1. If the donor consents to the modification. 2. If the restriction has become impracticable or will defeat or impair the accomplishment of the purposes of the institutional fund. Or 3. If the restriction renders the purposes of the institutional fund unlawful, impracticable, or impossible to fulfill. The court first noted that because the Nebraska Secretary of State dissolved the Epley Foundation, the donor could not consent to a modification in this case. The court then examined the definition of, quote, institutional fund, end quote, to determine if the other modification provisions provided in Iowa Code Section 540A.106 were available. The court cited the definition of, quote, institutional fund, end quote, contained in the UPMIFA, along with other legal sources cited by the Attorney General and Coe College. Ultimately, the court did not decide whether the panels constituted an institutional fund. Instead, the court focused on the portions of Iowa Code Section 548.106 relating to whether the restriction contained in the gift letter had become impracticable or impossible or would defeat the accomplishment of the purposes of the institutional fund. These standards are similar to the common law doctrine of Cypress codified in Iowa Code Section 633A.5102. Citing Black's Law Dictionary, the court noted the doctrine refers to, quote, the equitable doctrine under which a court reforms a written instrument with a gift to charity as closely to the donor's intention as possible so that the gift does not fail, end quote. The court then analyzed court precedent relating to the Cypress Doctrine in order to inform its approach to Iowa Code Section 548.106. Citing Kolb versus City of Storm Lake, 736 Northwest 2D 546 555 Iowa 2007, the court noted that, quote, section 633A.5102 has not changed the basic tripartite test, end quote. Unless the language of the trust directs otherwise, the court requires the following to trigger application of the Cypress Doctrine, quote, one, a charitable trust, two, a specific trust purpose that is illegal, impractical, or impossible, and three, a general charitable intention by the donor, end quote. The court analyzed whether the gift letter disallowed application of the Cypress Doctrine. The court found there was no language in the gift letter that indicated the gift of the panels should fail if the display of the panels were to become impracticable, unlawful, or impossible. Citing Kolb, the court further analyzed whether the Epley Foundation, quote, anticipated the possible failure of the trust and if it has made alternative disposition of its property to meet that contingency, end quote. If it did, the application of the Cypress Doctrine would not be appropriate. 
The court found that the gift letter did not indicate the Epley Foundation anticipated such an event. The court also found that the gift letter did not provide for an alternative disposition of the panels. The court then analyzed the three Kolb elements. With regard to the requirement that there be a charitable trust, the court stated, quote, because we have construed the gift letter to impose restrictions on Coe College's ownership rights of the paintings, the letter may be deemed to establish a charitable trust, even though it contains no magic trust language, end quote. With regard to whether there was a specific trust purpose that was illegal, impractical, or impossible, the court noted there was no claim of illegality. The court went on to find the specific trust purpose was neither impractical nor impossible. The court noted, quote, Coe College has not indicated that it presently wants to sell or even relocate any of the paintings, end quote. Accordingly, this case could not satisfy the three Kolb elements and thus could not trigger application of the Cypress Doctrine. The court noted that Coe College's endowment decreased $5.4 million as a result of the reclassification of the panels. However, the court found that Coe College, quote, has not offered proof of actual financial difficulties resulting therefrom, end quote. Actual financial difficulties may, according to the court, quote, present a different case, end quote. Because the court found the Cypress Doctrine did not apply, the court held that portions of Iowa Code Section 548.106 relating to whether the restriction contained in the gift letter has become impracticable or impossible or would defeat the accomplishment of the purposes of the institutional fund had not been triggered. Accordingly, the court refused to modify the restriction contained in the gift letter. The LSA staff contact for this legal update is James Arnett at 515-281-3745.